Hello and welcome to Inside Music, episode number 229. As always, I'm your host, James Shotwell, and it is so good to be with you again. My guest this episode is Pontius Levan, the drummer and co-founding member of Horndal, one of Sweden's most exciting metal acts. Now, the group's new album, Lake Drinker, is available April 9th through Prosthetic Records. The album is absolutely crushing in all the best ways, and Pontius is going to tell me about it today. We also talk about what it's like to come from a small town, the influence of our environment on our creativity, making a record during the pandemic, the return of live shows, live streaming, and so much more. It is a jam-packed conversation that fans and musicians alike will absolutely love. But before we get there, I do want to tell you a few quick things. First and foremost, this episode of Inside Music, like every episode of the show, is brought to you by Holix, the music industry's leading promotional distribution platform. Use Holix today to share your new and unreleased music with influencers without fear of piracy. Visit holix.com to check it out. That's H-A-U-L-I-X.com. When you get there, click sign up and your first month is absolutely free courtesy of your friends here at Music Biz. I also want to say that if you'd like to watch a video version of this podcast, you can watch Pontius and I chat on YouTube. Go to youtube.com and search Music Biz. That's Music B-I-Z. That's our channel. That's where this podcast lives, and we'd love for you to subscribe. Now, right now, all you have to do is sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Inside Music. very good it's actually so it's night here in in, in sweden so it's uh 10 uh, in the evening and uh it's been a good day i mean we're getting closer to the to the release of the album so um it's we're excited more and more excited for every day so yeah it's it's really good how are you i'm doing well so is is 10 o'clock a good time for for metal parents to do their music business stuff yeah it's, it's it's the perfect hour. <laughs> Kids are sleeping, and Dad can can stay up and talk about metal. <laughs> how, oh, how old are that's how true. old are your kids? Uh, I have two daughters. One one is uh, turning five really soon, and and one is one uh, okay year, year old. So, yeah, they're small. <laughs> they're small. You got your hands full. Yes, yes, <laughs> I do. But it's good. It's and and. Uh, very Swedish of me. I, I'm um, I'm on parental leave right now, so <laughs> I don't have to bother with anything but uh, daughters and metal at the moment. I love it. I love to hear it. Um, so you guys do have a new album. It's coming out soon titled Lake Drinker, which is maybe one of my favorite titles that I've heard all year so far. I just I don't know why. There's something about it that it could be a horror film. It could be a book. It could be a, a an insult. I don't I don't really know. So tell me tell me where it comes from. You fucking lake drinker. I'm not <laughs> exactly. You hear it, right? <laughs> Perfect. I'll do that. Yeah, but it's um, yeah, I, I like the title, too. It's just um, it came to us and with the whole uh, theme of of this um, company, uh, huge company coming to to um, to our hometown to to build huge service facilities and they want to 
to take the water from from the lake, our dear lake that we grew up swimming and fishing in. And that's when we heard the the, the plans of putting these pipelines uh, from the lake. That we just felt that fuck, they're drinking the lake like what, <laughs> a lake drinker. That's that's a pretty. I never heard that. So yeah, we, we, so that 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 name is like yeah, oh, that's perfect. Let's go with that. Yeah. So now, so it really is an insult in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a yeah. An insult, or is it a demon? Is it? I mean, what is it? It just sounds mysterious. I think the argument for a giant corporation like that is that they are somehow both a terrible thing worth insulting and and a demon in their own way. Sure, sure, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, I so I've I've heard the songs off of I've heard actually I've heard the whole record, but since some people will probably have not yet, we can we can stick a little bit to the songs that people have heard. I, I will say that you're one of the only bands I've ever known to have a song title that actually has your own band name in it. It threw me for a second. I thought like when I when I saw the Horde Dolls Blood, I don't I'm gonna say it wrong. Blood bad, is that how you say it? Yeah. When I when I, I saw that title when I saw the title pop up for the first time on yeah. uh, when it was initially released, I was just like, is this a, is this a typo? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I know it's a sort of like a, almost like a forbidden thing. It feels like this really old, felt like something bands would do like in the sixties or something. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're like, if you're like the, the animals or whatever, you can have a song called, I mean, the animals, blah, blah, blah. But mm-hmm. it's uh, actually it's a reference to uh, the blo- uh, Stockholm bloodbath, mm-hmm. which happened. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was a long time ago, and that was a big. It's a big, like, important part of the history in 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 Sweden when they like literally like slaughtered people on on uh, in the town, and that became like the Stockholm uh, bloodbath. So we just felt that. It would be fun to play with that and put that in our really tiny, tiny village. So call it the the Horndal and the Swedish name then Blodbad. So there was um, here is a, it's in, in Sweden. It's a clear reference, and we just felt that we should we should go for that. It sounds it's pretty stupid, but but still, <laughs> it probably make someone um, notice or laugh or whatever. I think it's a typo, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I, now I just want to see a band that does every song title that way, but you just pick different bands, like the same song titles for this record, but just have like Led Zeppelin's Growing Graves. And just people are like, whoa, 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 what is this Led Zeppelin song? <laughs> yeah, it's a good idea. It's a good concept. Now, I, I want to know, you know, you keep talking about the, this hometown of yours being a tiny hometown. I'm from a tiny town in America. So give me, what, what are we talking, when we say tiny town, how small are we talking? Um, like a thousand people. Okay, so yeah, everybody knows everybody type place. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, I don't know, maybe we're getting to that, but it, I mean, it used to be back in the day it was like uh, three three thousand people when we had that the the factory, the steel mill in our hometown. But when they um decided to close it in the late late seventies, it just um that's when the 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 town just died basically and it's like depopulated and people moved so um and that's that became that everything that ha- happened when they when they closed that and all the the despair and like the unemployment and and um uh everything that happened after they closed it what happened to the the place our hometown is what we based the whole band's 
theme on basically because we just found that there are so many different stories and like angles and to tell that story um so so yeah it's it's a it's a small place that used to be a little bit bigger I'm from a similar place, except in my, my town, it wasn't the mill closed. It was the, the state rerouted the highway like five miles oh. to the west. So no so no one was coming through the town anymore. And it just, it, the same thing, 3,000 so to to about 1,000 now. Yeah. Yeah, but that's, <laughs> I mean, we uh, we just noticed that. Or I mean, of course, it's like that. We, there are places all around the world that has like suffered a similar faith and it could be yeah it could be a steel mill closing it could be some kind of other industry or um in sweden we've we've had they try to locate like different parts of the state in smaller towns just to keep them alive but when they decide that oh we can't we can't have this part of uh authority or something here anymore they just mm-hmm. place it somewhere else and then that place died dies but then you have to think of I mean, there are people there. It's it's their home. It's their life. It's just all of a sudden you get your home taken away from you, so, sort of. So we just noticed, and people um, seem seems like people really connect with that with our story. So we heard people from all around the world contacting us and saying, oh, "I have just like you, mm-hmm. like I have, I have the same experience from where I come from, and I really connect with what you're talking about." So that makes us really happy and like flattered and. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a it's a different kind of perspective because like I, I meet people all the time that are from like New York City or Los Angeles and they're so proud of their city because it's like you know this booming metropolis everybody knows and then when you meet people from like towns that have died it is like a different type of uh, connection that you share where it's like you literally can't go back because whatever you knew isn't there anymore or what's left is like you would you can't see how I saw it before this happened to it. Yeah, exactly, and I mean. I mean, constantly worried about the future. And uh, I mean, it's just, I mean, you can only uh, hope so much for something to happen. And what, and what, where do you put your hope? Is it like you hope that some corporation will come and save you and build like a, a new factory there? Or, but uh, I mean, for us, um, our parents were teachers. So, uh, I mean, the school just became obviously. Uh, much smaller so eventually we moved too <laughs> from there so but um we just a couple of miles uh so but our i mean so but i i mean we go back there as often as we can and it just feels a really strong connection to the place still well you're you're doing you're doing something special i think by like now it's gone from a place that maybe time would forget to a place that's recognized all over the world because you guys make the music that you do and kind of tell its story when so many like you said so many versions of that story play out all the time and and nobody really talks about it because it's like who wants to hear about a town that died but you're finding lots of people yeah and we just, I mean, uh, an obvious question to us would be like, okay, so you're a band that focused on your little town that that died. I mean, how many songs can you get out of that? It's just, is that one song about the uh, the steel mill rusting away? But we just felt that we just noticed that um, there are so many different angles to this. Because I mean, just in our in our town, 
there were so many things happening around like uh, political things and like the zeitgeist in Sweden at that time. It was uh, when, because they weren't closing only in Hondal, they were closing everywhere and just came this big issue about like uh, bigger cities or or the countryside, like uh, who, uh, I mean, what people should you care about should you only care about the people who be live in the bigger cities shouldn't the whole country live and all that and and all the people that were connected to the factory and their families that they became out of work and uh what should they do and um i mean there is so many in like like all the empty stores and all the empty houses and and now 40 years later when there's actually uh, plans for for a big a new big huge corporation um, named google that are planning to build like huge server <laughs> halls uh right outside hundal so mm. and you're putting a lot of hope in that but still it's like i mean how many jobs can there be it's like when you're building it yeah but yeah. then it's like you need a couple of janitors right mm-hmm. so it's um will they actually save us and, and all we've seen so far are like the cut down, I mean, cut down trees, like um, they cut down like the woods uh, we used to play when we were kids. And then the the plants on uh, where they're taking the water. So we just felt that there are, there are so many stories. We just felt that, oh, there's at least one more album more uh, in this. Mm-hmm. So it was, we had no problem with filling the new album with stories from, <laughs> from our hometown. Now, I, I'm always curious when I when I talk to an artist who's made a record like this, you know, do yeah. you go into it with Lake Drinker as kind of an overall idea or are you writing material and you're like, you tie it all together after the fact? So what comes first, the chicken or the egg in this scenario? Uh, the, it would be the egg, I think. <laughs> no, but it's uh, for us, it's actually weird because the, the, the story and the idea with the band came before the band sort of yeah i've never had mm-hmm. that in my whole life i mean i played in bands touring bands recording bands all my life but this is the first time since it's a i mean it's a family thing it's it's me and my brother mm-hmm. and we grew up there and we've been both been playing music all our lives but we've never played together uh he sort of i mean uh i'm younger than him so he was like the big brother and he and um he uh i started playing drums and then he just taught me how to play guitar when i was really young and i was like 12 years old and from that time it's like i started writing songs and he was playing his kind of music and with different like bands and stuff and i was doing my thing but then a couple of years ago we just decided uh we just talked about like the place we come from and like our history and our parents that were really involved in the protests against the closure of the the factory in late late 70s and all their struggle mm. so we just felt that um okay so we have a dying steel mill uh, and then we have this theater play that our parents uh were in that was written and uh, performed in protest of the closure and in that theater play our father played uh, Satan, uh, who was coming to the village to crush the the steel mill and just take the money and 
sort of just um, leave the the community to to rust away and th- die. That was the story, and we just talked about that. That's, that's so metal. Like that story, <laughs> it was nothing. I mean, it was it was nothing metal about it back then. But now, when you see, if we, we just felt, man, we need to start a band. Uh, maybe we should start. Um, playing together finally after all these years so we had that idea and then it's like okay well, this story should really go with really heavy riffs and both Henrik and I really like metal fans uh, since we were kids but we haven't had like a proper metal band we played all kinds of different mu- uh, music like everything from jazz to like indie rock uh, some punk and, and like arty rock or whatever but this is our first like proper metal band. And then we just, I mean, the story was, and the idea was laid out before we had the songs or, or the band basically. Uh, so to answer your question, yeah, that came first. So we always, um, uh, we always think about and plan like the, the idea and the, and the concept and all the different like angles before we write the, the album. I don't think we could write an album just and try to afterwards see how this connects. I think we need the, the that sort uh, that spark in the beginning. Okay, this is the this song should be about that. Uh, we sort of need that to finish the record. Have you seen? Uh, are there photos of your dad as the devil? Yeah. <laughs> looks so much like me it's crazy <laughs> that's a great yeah, uh, yeah, that's yeah. my first thought i was like I, I would love to see this photograph yeah i'll i'll, I'll, I'll send you it's have this uh, it's just weird uh how i mean it has like makeup and little uh like black horns but still it's like dressed in like a a, a suit it's like it's very 70s in the in the the Swedish seventies, a lot of, like this post hippie kind of vibe to it, and uh, was this Swedish music uh, the music scene? I mean, it's very political uh, at the time, and that that type of music was really common in Sweden. Which is like every, and when the whole um, feeling was like uh, everyone can sing, everyone can play. It's like yeah, so it's it's really like. It's 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 charming. It's not very <laughs> it's not very scary at all. Yeah, of but I'll, yeah, he looks cool. He looks cool. I love it. Um, tell me about the tell me about the live stream. So I found out about the live stream earlier today. I already yeah. I got a ticket. It's available on Bandcamp. It's it's April eighteenth here in the states. It's at like five thirty, which is the perfect time. But yeah. tell me tell me about tell me about uh, you're doing it in Horndal, from what I yep. see. Yeah, and and the money is supporting something. Yeah, so um, I mean, still there are some real troopers trying to to keep that memory alive of what Horndal used used to be. So back uh, where the factory was um, located, um, there are just ruins of it left because they blew it up, uh, and we we have a video of that. That's crazy. We put it in. And a music video for one of the songs on the previous album when they're actually blowing the the whole building up, which is pretty like crazy, just <clears throat> caves in sort of. Uh, but there, there are still just ruins there, but they want to keep the memory alive. So they um just looking after the place and it's become like a park. 
So they just, um, to them, it's really important that we remember what Hundal used to be and what that that's, um, that Sweden sort of used, uh, what it used to be. And we need to uh, remember that. And and it's, so it's a volunteer work. They're looking after that. And then they have like a small cafe and like different like guided tours. Uh, if people, I mean, it's not easy to, to attract tourists to a dead <laughs> town but they really try so we just felt that i mean they need support so it's not a lot of money i mean we want to keep the the tickets cheap since it's i mean you're basically looking into computer screen but still it's like three bucks and we just think that i mean the money should go to them but to us it was obvious that we should do the this thing in hundal um i mean this year of course i mean these times are crazy and we can't do like proper live shows so we just figured that um if we should do like a live stream that everyone does we should do it all the way so we should go back to hundal uh so we have like i mean friends and neighbors and and really great people there that that are helping us out so we have the the local theater is where we're playing so we're gonna have like um so it's a i mean that's a good stage and we have like uh really nice a light guy who's like super pro who's helping us out to, to make it look uh really really nice and then we have i mean we have a lot of guests on the album some local guests because uh so it's one like death metal legend you want jonson from interment and a bunch of other death metal bands so he's joining us and then we have we actually even um managed to get uh, some of the guys we have, there are some like more orchestral elements on the album and we actually managed to get the guy who's playing like uh, vibraphone and glockenspiel and stuff like that he's joining us as well and some hopefully we we had like a horn section three dudes but then one of them uh actually uh, texted me earlier today and said he thinks he has covid-19 so oh, like no. fuck <laughs> oh we'll see we might have a horn section i think so. <laughs> Maybe the, I, hope, I hope the two other guys are healthy yeah but um, that's amazing yeah so i think it's i mean it's going to be it's going to be cool I, uh, you know, we mentioned Google in, in a not that amazing context a second ago, but I did use it to kind of tour your hometown because oh. you can do the Google map thing and you can just kind of like click around the city or the town. Yeah. Have you seen Very the video? Cool. Yes. Yes, I yeah. have. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was better, but I was like, I want to go check it out. And of course it was like, uh, here's the grocery oh, store. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's basically it. It's like a cafe in a grocery store. Yeah, there's one like pub uh, or whatever it is. It's it's not a pub. It's a pizza place where they're allowed to serve beer because in Sweden uh, you can't serve beer everywhere. But that's okay. like one place, Bertas, mm. which we're that's also like... re- referencing in the in one of our songs. It's um, uh, heads roll, blood spill down at Bertas Bar and Grill. Is one of the uh, lines on the a reference yeah. to uh, Finn Lissy for those who knows they're Finn Lissy. <laughs> but uh, well, well yeah. I like your hometown. I mean, I'm from a t- like your hometown is way nicer than mine, and they're roughly the same size and died around the same oh, time. So, <laughs> is there around like a thousand people where you come from? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, and where <laughs> is that? 
it's this tiny tiny town called Constantine, Michigan, and we it's the same thing where it's like we that we don't even have a grocery store. We have a Dollar General, which is like a big chain here in the states. They yeah. sell some groceries, and then there's a, a gas station, and then there's a bunch of abandoned things, and mm-hmm. maybe like one restaurant that serves alcohol. That's about it. Yeah, that's the like the one thing you you keep. Yeah. You need to. You always to- keep a bar. Please keep the alcohol. <laughs> yeah. I totally get that. I, that was like that would be the one thing I would say this one. <laughs> well, th- this has been this has been really fun. As much as we're talking about some dark subjects, but I, you know, I love yeah. the record. Becky was like, I think you're going to dig this. Becky from Prosthetic for the people that are following along with us. She's uh, helped us set up a whole string of the prosthetic releases this year that we were highlighting, and this is one that I was like, this speaks this speaks to me. Um, oh, great. Let me ask you this, you know, it is, yeah. it is, uh, the, the live stream I assume is probably your first show and, and who knows how long are there, are you, what's it like in Sweden? Are you starting to talk about like when you can play other shows yet? Yeah. I mean, there's talk, but still people are, I mean, some have more hope than others, obviously, but we have, I mean, so it's been really slow, obviously, and mm-hmm. there's been cancellations, um, I mean, in the um, in the fall, people were hoping that we, we you could play shows in the spring, but then those cancellations started happening, and now they're canceling the summer festivals. But they have some hope for um, the later part of the summer and the fall. But I'm not really sure. We have we're actually booked to like two festivals and one club show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, they approached us like, I really want you to play. And, and we're like, yeah, I mean, if it happens, we'll be there. I mean, we'll do fucking <laughs> anything. Yeah, I'll play yeah. in the street, you know, um, since we're so, I mean, it's been, it's been over a year since we played a show and it's, it's really crazy. So, I mean, we're hoping late August, uh, there's okay. a really nice lineup uh, mm. in Stockholm. So I'm really hoping, oh. but we'll see. Yeah. I think I saw something about that. Is that is that uh, gloomy days? Is that yeah, what it's called? that's right. Okay. It's like okay. I mean, some some uh, really nice uh, international names. Uh, I mean, Ooh. Integrity. I mean, it was a huge band for me uh, when I was younger, and still is. And like Conan, and there's a bunch of like, and then some really, really, really great um, Swedish bands as well. So I'm really hoping for that one. But we'll see. Well, I mean, in the states, the same thing, sort of. It's, yeah. Uh, it, in the fall, do you think there will be shows in the states? Oh yeah, at this point, it seems like like so many things are announcing this, especially this week in particular. That the general consensus is like we're doing this. Like yeah, we, yeah. we we're we're coming back. We're tired. Like we're, we're this is happening. I saw I got a I got an email today that had a, a tour date that's uh, started July 9th. So that's like ninety days from now. So wow. That's cutting it a little close, but August, September, and onward seems to be pretty busy. Yeah, but it seems like your the vaccinations has come pretty far. Yeah, yeah I've gotten I've my. Been, I, I'm I'm in between my shots right now. I've gotten. One oh, of my great! Two. I mean, yeah. so that's. I mean, uh, for Sweden, we've had uh, way more. It's been uh, kind of world famous. We've had like <laughs> more open <laughs> strategy, so we've had not had the proper like lockdown. Mm. Which I'm, I'm not gonna say if it's good or bad. <laughs> just, I don't know. Just gonna let it roll. <laughs> yeah, of course. 
I mean, yeah. there are so many people that try to be like, all of a sudden they're experts. I'm like, I'm not going to be one of those people. But um, mm-hmm. but still, mm-hmm. our vaccinations are going um, slower than than for you guys. So mm-hmm. maybe you'll, you'll be first. <laughs> well, we'll see. Um, I want to thank you so much for talking to me, man. This has well, been fun. You. I appreciate you hanging out in your car to talk to me. <laughs> it's cozy here. That was fun talking to you. No, I this, mean, is, this yeah. has been good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.